Hey, you guys. I'm so glad to have Mr. Zakai with me. He was on originally Team Jennifer, and then later on, he was on Miss Team Kelly, and he was on The Voice. If you guys have ever heard of the show, if you haven't, you've been under rock because it was one of my favorite shows going. And I think you were <laughs> on, if I'm not mistaken, season 15, I'm, if I'm correct. Season 15, that is correct. All right. And he has such an amazing voice. Actually, one of my favorite songs that he did was when he did Cruising Together was one of, I think, my favorite renditions I've heard of the song. And then he also did a duet um, with Love Lies, which I thought was really great as well. So we're so glad to have you, Zakai, here on Black Canvas. Oh, man, it's such a pleasure and honor. And, and again, uh, just to talk about just my life, my career, uh, but any, any, any type of bit of wisdom I can give and just in speaking about my career is just, it's just fun. So thank you for having me. Oh, I, I appreciate you being here. And I know we've been kind of working with our schedules and you guys, he is a consummate professional and we've been able to go back and forth and we were able to finally get a date and time. And I know he's going to be short for time today. So we're going to kind of go through a lot of the questions, but I am just so glad to just have you here and your presence and your voice. Cause I can tell that you not only have just such a great heart, but that you really do want to kind of convey great music and you have such a great, great tone and a great voice. And we're so glad to have you here. For sure. I'm, I, I'm honestly honored. Thank you. Oh, no problem. So the first question I have for you is, what are some hurdles that you've faced in the music industry so far, and how have you overcome some of those hurdles? Oh, man. So uh, some of those hurdles, uh, I would definitely just be, uh, just as an independent artist, uh, funding. And it's and it's something where uh, I guess I still face to this day, but when you believe in something, you you go as hard as you possibly can, uh, and and whenever God sees fit, and God sees fit for you to continue or not continue. But I'm I'm, I'm hard headed, so I always continue. But the biggest thing is uh, just funding. Um, uh, as an indie, especially starting off, you know you you already know that your competition, at least for me, uh, in my mind, is like the Biebers, is is the G is the J Huds, is the Kelly Clarksons, is the you know, the Adam Levines, you know, so I always wanted to make sure that if I released something to the best of my ability, uh, I wanted to uh, uh, make sure that everything was just uh, made of quality, you know, uh, just because uh, I always, I always believe in trying my best to set myself apart. And um, I mean, look at the names of Kai and itself, you know, but um, I say that humbly, but uh, the biggest thing is just uh, ensuring that, you know, when somebody leaves with a product, you know, they're leaving with something that's polished. So even with my first single, which I laugh at, because uh, uh, I'm, <laughs> it's, it's such a pop song and it was for that time, but I would make sure that, yo, not only is it mixed, it's mastered, uh, I, uh, even from the cover art to everything, like I want to make sure that, I wanted to make sure that when I was coming out the gate, I was coming out the gate strong. And, you know, because I'm such a go hard, I always want to make sure that uh, uh, I always top that. And uh, in what I want to say, it's, nine years of this, maybe take close to 10 years of as an indie artist. Um, <clears throat> it's, uh, it, it's been one of the, uh, uh, double-edged sword because I'm thankful, but it's also difficult. But with that, uh, the funding you, you, you leaves, uh, the asset me uh, dry sometimes, but, um, that's definitely been, uh, the, the biggest hurdle and, um, one of the biggest, I should say not the biggest, but yeah. And I think you made a great point when you said earlier about let's be like Team Kelly and Team Jennifer, which were the two teams you were on, on The Voice. But I think like both of them coming from a reality show background. And if I remember, I know Jennifer was on season three and Kelly was on season one of American Idol. But Kelly won and Jennifer didn't. And they both had such um, illustrious careers where they've been able to do so many things. Oh, yeah. 
Oh yeah, and, and it's so cool to even have them both as coaches too. Uh, just because um, uh, uh, I looked up to them and, and just that respect in that regard, and they were honest. You know, they were completely honest about you know the competition and how to work with the competition. And it, it hit me while on the show. I was like, wait, weren't they both on that other show? And we couldn't even say that like the actual show. I can say now American Idol, but um, uh, it was just like, oh snap! Go ahead, Queens. You feel me? <laughs> but um, there, it, yeah. it was cool just to just to have them. Uh, just give the behind the scenes uh, and just how to navigate everything, you know, to the best of our ability. So that was definitely fun. That's really fun. And I remember like my brother and I had auditioned on season four um, when they had auditions in New Orleans and it was just such a fun experience for us. I just wanted to go for the fun of it. Uh, my brother, you know, really liked to sing as well. And I was like, Oh, this is just fun. It's just gonna mm-hmm. something I'm going to do for fun. And I just remember just mm-hmm. how many people were crying and were heartbroken when they didn't even make it out of, you know, the first round. And I was just like, wow, this is someone's dream. Mm-hmm. And I get it now, you know, being um, in a podcaster and doing this, for fun at first and now I've talked to so many amazing people you being included in that list and it's just something like you know when I first started this it was just to do something doing the pandemic to help people and talk about resiliency and bouncing mm-hmm. back and using my clinical background to use that nice. along with that and I was like this would be really cool and now I see how many lives have been shifted and changed through this experience talking to y'all about your experiences has helped me and so I love it. I mean, it's just been, I can tell with your music and we're going to talk about Kiss Me Again, which is another, you know, just something that shows a different side to Zakai. But I think like, you know, just watching you on the show, I just saw you progress so much as you continue to go through each round. I, I appreciate that. And uh, one thing I'll say for listeners too, who, uh, who are auditioning or, or looking to audition, because uh, I auditioned maybe four times before that, um, and, uh, uh, and each, each time I got denied, you know, uh, I think I didn't, at the time I didn't make it past the second round. Uh, but one thing I want to encourage everybody is, um, none of these auditions determine your talent and, or your gifting. And I know many of times we hear that and, and it's like, oh, it's cliche. No, I'm here to say it doesn't because it's a casting. It's actually, and it says it, it's not an audition. It's a casting you know, and uh, so, so if that can provide any type of aid and just, you know, uh, just uh, healing to people that might feel, you know, hurt because of that, uh, let it be, you know, because because casting would insinuate that uh, it's just you're being quote unquote, I'm just the word audition, auditioned for a show. But uh, when it's an audition, that's when your talent is being tested. And even then, you know, it just means that you're not the quote unquote fit for a particular season. You know, it's because they're not just looking for that exactly. Because my, my biggest thing, I was I was tired of doing, I was tired of going to audition and getting a no. And, and, and the no wasn't the issue. The no, what, what, the no that pissed me off was I would leave, humbly, I would leave the room uh, kind of just like in awe, you know, and everybody like kind of gasping for like, whoa. And then, and then even the producers, and then for them to look at me and go, and then to say what I'm saying now and then say, OK, we're not going to go with anybody. I'm just like, OK, I don't understand it. And then uh, even when I went on the show, they contacted me and uh, I told them no. You know, I said, uh, I kind of like where my career is headed, even though it was, as I had just released my new year. It was like a humble, you know, I think it was like 2000 views. And I was like, you know, what? that's 2000 organic views. Ain't nobody bought nothing. Ain't nobody listen. Like, nah, this is this is cool. You know, and I told them no. They contacted me like a month later. Was like, "Yo, I think we really want you to come in 
you know, rock with it. And I was like, uh, why not? <laughs> you know? <laughs> so uh, I say this to say, like, anybody that's auditioning, it's a casting. Be yourself, and you honestly don't even need the show, personally speaking. It just, uh, it just so happened that God ordained it that way. And I, it was definitely God because my entire season was God ordained. And anyone from my season can tell you that. It was, it was a very spiritual uh, season. And it was uh, just, it was all God. So, yeah. Anyways, that's it. And I wanted to kind of talk about some people from your show, because I think on our, I already interviewed two guys that were on your show. If I, I think One Up Duo, were they on your season? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jerome and Adam, for sure. Yeah, okay. I wanted to make sure, because I was like, I'm I'm doing my voice. You know, I watched this in season one, so I almost have a lot of people memorized from me season. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, I did actually interview them earlier, and that was a great interview. We kind of talked. They were on the road on tour. We were in the same band in New York before The Voice, which made me laugh. <laughs> I was like, we didn't even know we were going to all be in the same season, let alone let alone whatever. And I just remember seeing them uh, during, I guess, the last audition. And we were just excited to see each other in California. And I said to myself, wait, if I'm here and you're here, who's back in New York? And we were like, uh? <laughs> <laughs> so it was, it was pretty cool. It was, it was pretty cool to, to, to even have... Uh, just a bunch of us. A lot of us were from the New York scene. Fouché, uh, One Up, Ayana, myself. Uh, like, just they, it, it, it just looked like they went down the whole New York list, and I was like, um, we are all here in Cali, y'all. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> Fouché is one of my favorite. Just seeing him when they were dancing to Finesse, I just always go back to that in my head, just start laughing, because you know, it was just one of my favorite moments um, outside of your audition, which was a great audition as well. But I just always remember Fouché in that he had a great voice as well. And um, if I'm not mistaken, I think One Up Duo and Kimberly has sung um, Mercy, if I'm not mistaken, together. Oh, uh, yeah, Shawn Mendes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Man, that was a great. And we kind of talked about the interview. I was like, man, all y'all should have got someone should have been stolen. Like, it was just mm-hmm. a great performance. Agreed. Agreed. But one performance I'm going to go back to for yours is Love Lies. And that's one of the best renditions of that song. I love, of course, Namani. Um, but it was like one of the most interesting duets I've ever heard. But it was like y'all really complimented each other's voices, even in the falsetto, um, being able to kind of take turns when you guys were performing. It seemed like a live performance and not a competition. And that, that's how Tyshawn and I wanted to uh, go into it. And I'm glad you even asked that because that's something that I'm working on, a, uh, I guess, a documentary for the album. And we speak about that moment. Um, so when uh, I didn't even know I was going to go up against Tyshawn. We didn't even know each other like that, like that, because, you know, we see each other in the hotel. We see each other, you know, backstage. But um, when they tell you that you're, it's a surprise, you know, you can go into you can go into competition having whatever idea you think. And they just flip the script on you. So. Uh, what I loved is we wanted it to come across as a performance and uh, I, I, and not even just us. I think the entire season, we, we treated it each performance, like each, each star, each run, like a performance. So it, it again, back to just, just the humility. Um, we noticed that we were doing the same movements at one part and we were like, yo, you trying to throw this in? And we were like, yeah, let's do it. All right, boom. So, um, so that's, that's what it was. And, and of course, you know, you still add your little tidbits and your little tricks you know, come live because you know the energy is there. But for the most part, the skeleton was just, uh, just, just, just giving love back and forth and showing, showcasing what we got. And then at that point, it's just like you got to judge uh, which one you thought was better or which one showcased it. And it was just a vibe. We were just vibing. 
I'm telling you that that's when it stands out. I've seen that. Or I've seen that maybe I would say over 40 times because I, <laughs> I love I love going back and watching great performances. And then sometimes I'll save them in my, you know, YouTube. I can go back and watch them again. But it's just it's just a great song. And I've seen other people um, sing it. Actually, I did an interview with a guy who did a mashup of Love Lies. And he also did um, mm-hmm. Cry Me a River. And yeah, it was really Ooh, good. I'm going to send that yes. to you later so you can listen to it. But he did a great job. And I didn't think those two songs could go well together, but it really did. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, wow, wow, wow. I'm about to steal that. I was like, wow. And like it, <laughs> he said, he just had been practicing it. And it was, um, his name is um, Dylan Anthony, and he's from Toronto. So, Dylan, if you're hearing this, I mean, he was amazing. Nice. And so, I would love, hopefully, if we can schedule something in the future, if you want to be on my second podcast, it's called Space Between. Um, I have it where people sing live and can kind of do other things. But if you want to, I can definitely have you sing if you want to do that for sure. Nice, 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 nice. All right. (laughs) So if you could choose one word to describe your sound, what would you use as the word? And why did you choose that word? Oh, man. Uh, It's a, it's a tie. So I'm just going to make up a whole new phrase. Uh, (laughs) Passionately eclectic. <laughs> I like that. Okay, explain that to us. Um, well, uh, well, one because no matter what genre, no matter what language I'm singing, the common denominator with that will always be just passion and just overall love, you know. Um, and I say eclectic because uh, I, I, uh, well, I'm though I'm from New York City, I'm born of uh, Haitian descent, uh, but I'm such a just a just a lover of culture and, 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 and music. Uh, I, well, and, and being in New York city, the New York city music scene, you, you have, you have the choice to just diversify yourself. And the more diverse you are, the more the equity goes up. So I had learned a, f- a few Spanish songs, a few Russian songs, a few Italian songs, a few, uh, a good amount of R&B songs, country songs, rock songs, uh, uh classical songs. Uh, and of course, singing in Creole, then you got that subcategory and, and whatever it may be. Um, and I fell in love with each one hip hop. And then, uh, and then I didn't realize it, but I got good at it, you know? And, um, and I say eclectic, passionately eclectic because, uh, the, the, uh, and it's almost to go back to your first question, the hurdle that I faced when I decided to just, uh, kind of stop all that, you know, being hired for like an event for, you know, other people and, and, and just having to put this hat or that hat on. Uh, the hurdle I had to face on that one was finding what my sound was, you know, and I'm still doing that. Um, uh, and when I say sound, I mean just uh, what can the people come to me for? And if we're talking to New York City, they know, okay, come to Zakai for the vibes, come to Zakai for the love and just um, phenomenal vocals. But then I also realized it's, it's a business, right? And it's music. Music at the end of the day is love, but it's still a business. Um, what can the people come back to, you know? Uh, so, uh, but right now, the one thing I can always categorize everything is just, is just passionate and it's eclectic. You, oh, and you come to one of my concerts, you know, we'll start off, we'll start off, uh, so, definitely soulful, but eventually it's going to hit Haiti. And if I have like, say some of my Russian fans in the crowd, I'll probably stop the whole set and just do that one Russian song just to say, thank you. And I go right back to my set, you know? So there's that. Wow. I mean, I think you're the first guest I definitely have talked to that has been able to do that. I mean, and I think that also shows people that you can't put musicians in a box that you get to choose 
you know, what you want to portray live or even if you start recording records, that'd be a great record to like sing in so many different languages and you get to reach a different market. I've, I've tried. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried. And, and, and man, it's, it's, there's so many different markets going for different things. And it's, 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 it's trying to find a happy medium. There's such a thing called too much tools in the tool set, right? Mm-hmm. Like somebody with four chords or like, you know, and I'm going to say decent vocals because I take, I take, you know, sing very seriously. So, uh, I, I I always show love. I, I'm no I'm never better than anyone or not because they can take whatever uh, tools they have and become a master at those tools and and uh, present it to the crowd, you know. But then when you have too much tools, uh, too many tools in a tool shed, it's like, all right, what tools are we gonna use today? And then it becomes oversaturated. So um, uh, as much as it's a blessing, definitely a blessing, it also a curse because again, how do you how do you marry the two? Like in, in Europe. I have like EDM tunes that America's probably never going to hear. And I'm okay with that, you know, but then here uh, I just released the whole rock country-ish uh, uh, song, but I, I call it a Brooklyn country story because I'm mixing like, you know, my gospel R&B roots, but just my love of rock and just that storytelling uh, flavor, you know? So he's like, what do you do now? Right. Well, I love that. I mean, that's some of my favorite artists and, even like now, like on The Voice, have you had an opportunity to see the new season this year? Uh, this year, I actually a lot I did because my homegirl Samara Brown was on it, so that was that was so I, I just watched the performances honestly. <laughs> now wait a minute, I want to talk about that. Is that Amanda Brown's sister? Amanda Brown. Uh, uh, I remind me of who Amanda Brown is. That sounds familiar. Amanda. Now maybe I'm wrong, but um, Amanda Brown was on the The Voice season. I don't know if it was season two. Oh, I don't remember what season. It was the earlier season that Amanda Brown and I thought that might have been her sister. Oh, Amanda Brown. I mean, I can ask her, but I don't. I, I honestly wouldn't know. I yeah, I'm not so. sure. I'm, I mean, that probably awkward. You're like, wait, are you Amanda? <laughs> like, yo, Samira, like, yeah, I should probably text after this. Like, <laughs> yeah, you need to text and be like, wait, is that your sister? I really do think <laughs> that they're related, but I could be off. But she, can, her vibe is very similar to Amanda on the show. I'm hoping I'm right, you guys, my listeners. I hope I did not get that wrong, but <laughs> she was great. I liked her. <laughs> She's a vibe. She's always been a vibe. She's been a rock star before. The voice is going to be a rock star after the voice. Absolutely. So let's talk about being on Team Jennifer and Team Kelly, and then I have a few more questions for you. Um, what was one thing that really stood out to you being on both teams? Um, just the love, really. Uh, again, they, they already, up top, you know, what they don't see behind the scenes, they already kind of just let you know what the vibe is, like what to expect, you know, they, they were just honest, you know, uh, so uh, with J-Hud, um, and if I can be honest, we, uh, the, the, you don't really spend too much time with them until you get deeper into the show, but what I loved is what little time that I did have, uh, even, even after I got stolen with Kelly, she, we, uh, when I gave it a hug, uh, she was like, come here. And then she was like, I told you, baby, I got you. And I was like, bam, you know, and I, I, for the sake of respect, I can't tell you exactly, you know, how, what they said, but just know that they had all of our backs, you know, and that's, that's what I love. She says, you're going to make sure the singers go through. And that's why I appreciate that. Not to say nobody's a crazy singer, but you know, a singer is a singer. And again, if Prince can talk about it, I'm going to talk about it too. When you take your craft seriously, you take your craft seriously. She said, all the singers, we got y'all. You know what I mean? So um, it was just cool just to have Jay Hud and that confidence, and she 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 helped me break out out, out of that um, kind of because I, I am a team player, but I had to remind myself it's a competition. So she was like, "Yo, Zakai, it's a competition. Yeah, you kind of know, but work right." And uh, Kelly Kelly was just uh, she was super sweet too. 
But um, she again, she would just she she already gave us the formula. You know what I mean? And you can you could you could you can have all the answers for the test, but you still got to take the test. You know what I mean? And that's why you win or you lose, right? You win or you go home. Because I won't even say that you lost because there's no losers in this. Um, so she definitely gave us the formula, and I got more chance. I got a chance to spend more time with Kelly because uh, she took us out for like uh, uh, what's that called? Escape room. Um, so that was kind of fun, and, and where she just gave us the wisdom of just about the mm-hmm. business. Uh, music industry as a whole, but then also the voice and her, what she did, uh, and saw that and she paid for everything, and that was, that was kind of cool. And you know, of course, I haven't seen Kelly Jackets, which I still have. Uh, that was that was pretty, you know, lit. And yeah, so so it, it's just little tidbits and just how to perform and whatever, you know. But again, if you're season two, it's like, okay, what can they help you with? I wish I stayed longer because I know um, a lot of my contemporaries on the show they uh, got a chance to uh, experience. Uh, just uh, a bit more of that training but you know i'm I'm a sucker for studying anything music related so uh but those are the two tidbits that i got from them oh that's awesome i mean i'm just glad that you had that, that experience because talking to someone who's going through that journey themselves you know it really helps you and i think if i remember i'm going back again i think that you had sung it was you and two other contestants i think it was three of you guys that were competing at the same time mm-hmm. if i was not mistaken yeah yeah, it's only been three, three, three-way knockouts, and I'm blessed to be one of those. So I'm in history, regardless. So I'm like, <laughs> That's right, and I'm telling you, all three of you guys were amazing. It's you know, and I think everyone just getting on the show takes enough, but then they really, and that's when you did cruising together. I'm thinking, right? Yes, sir. Yes, Man, sir. when I tell you that was something, <laughs> that was really uh, cool. that was all God because the no way that was the first time I used my whistle tone. That was, <laughs> that was the first. Really? Time. That was like legit legit first time and i didn't even know i had it because uh, again in new york city you're always you're always working and even now like my voice is so tired because I, I had a four-day run five-day run sorry and um and uh i remember uh just my first time even having a month off because you know you're, you're in the hotel for like a minute and uh so then um sorry that's new york for like a while so but uh uh i remember i thought it was like a a break in my voice i was like man this is deformity no, it was having. I was like, I finally got rest, so I got to play around with another register. And I said in hindsight, because since then, uh, I made I I go up maybe like two more intervals, maybe like from that. And I'm just like, oh, it's crazy. Like now, I know there's like nothing now. You know, it just it just rest. And then when you sing properly, you get to play around with it. I, I do not kiss me again. People think it's a guitar, but I'm I'm gonna post it when I'm posting music video. But like uh, I'm using my whistle tone too, and I just I needed a song that showcased like all of me. So that's why I did that song the way it is. But yeah, that was the first time. And, and it was in front of Mariah Carey. I didn't even do it in front of Mariah Carey. I was like, nah, ain't no way I'm going to practice this new part of my voice in front of her. Because one, it's not that I'm afraid of her. They're just afraid that she's shady. I was like, she don't come at me <laughs> on live TV. Like, no way. Let's go to my pockets back in New York. I'm not doing that. So, yeah. <laughs> Man, so what was that like just meeting Mariah? Uh, yo, she had like a whole natural glow. Yo, it was crazy. <laughs> I was, wow. <laughs> I was like, is that Mariah? Oh, that's Mariah. I said, oh, that's Mariah. Like it hit first the fan, the men hit me. And then the the whole just childhood crush hit me. Then the adult singer hit me. And I'm like, oh, crap. It's Mariah. Man, I mean, you had just an experience. I mean, between the four judges and then having her there and just – I, I'm telling you, you should be proud of what you gave off because I'm telling you, you did a great job. Thank you, thank you. I, I'm I'm just starting to appreciate it because I, I I for whatever reason I was uh, pretty insecure about the the entire thing, and I, I almost 
wanted to run away from it. Um, and I'm thankful because people don't even, people for whatever reason, like uh, they didn't get a few viral moments. And again, that's why I say it's all God and, because I still talk about it to this day. And it's, it's, it's wild to me. And it's just like, because again, I'm from New York City. You walk out the block, somebody's either on Broadway, somebody's doing this or somebody's doing this. And I just so happen to know them. And it's just like, oh, okay, cool. It just means my turn is up. You know what I mean? So uh, uh, sitting back these days, uh, I've, I've gotten a chance to uh, 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 just appreciate those moments and even watching back. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> that was crazy. You know, that was so in my head that I even, uh, for the most part, I mean, for the most part, I, I experienced it, but uh, a lot of it, I was just, I was present and I wasn't. So, yeah. That makes sense. Now let's talk about your song, Kiss Me Again. Do you mind telling the listeners about that song? Uh, so Kiss Me Again is chapter one of a new book. It's a whole new beginning. Um, and again, it's also me understanding what Zakai, who Zakai really is. Uh, and it's a testament too, because even the voice couldn't brand me and understand how, I mean, it makes sense. You can't brand something you never heard of before, right? So uh, Kiss Me Again is... Uh, it actually low-key stems from my time from The Voice um, because uh, I was dating someone where uh, I honestly thought that was the end-all, be-all. Like, I'm ready. This is it. Low-key, I actually say her name during cruising. Nobody catches it, though, uh, which makes me happy. Um, and I wanted to... I took my time with this record. It, so I've been sitting on the record for like a year. Um, and, uh, it just speaks about just, uh, just my, uh, just a yearning for that person, you know? And, um, I, for whatever reason I, I write, or I, I write these songs that just break up songs or like love songs, inspiring songs. Um, and it's just pretty much a story. Like I, I don't realize it, but I, I, I like to, to be as open as I possibly can because, uh, there's healing in that. Right. So, um, Kiss Me Again is, is that. It's it's the beginning of that. And with the year, I took a year off as an artist uh, to just get to know who I am as a person and what I, what makes me happy to perform. Definitely live instrumentation. I have my brother's EMP3 and Benji Elanos on it. Uh, and then what I love about it is that none of us, technically speaking, are of just uh, average American or just uh, American descent. We're all Haitian American or Brazilian American, uh, Madagascar American, and um, and we and we all but we all met in New York within the whole uh, New York scene, and just to produce a rock country record is is kind of cool in itself because you don't you wouldn't expect that especially being from New York and especially from being from other countries. So the record just holds so much weight uh, just because of where it stems from, which is that breakup, but also time and the voice the time that it took me to write the song and then just the fact that, you know, we're from different cultures. So that's uh kiss me again. Oh, that's awesome. I, I think, like I said, you have the sky's the limit for your talent, but I think that the show just gave you just almost that boost of confidence, even more than what you already had. And it just took time for you to really see more about where, where you're going to be going. Cause you have just, you have it. It's just more of people recognizing and knowing it. And unfortunately for reality shows, they're looking for the next big thing, the next person, the next cycle or whatever for whatever show. And I've had the pleasure of talking mm -hmm. to people from American um, Idol, from America's Got Talent, from America's Next Top Model and The Voice. And even um, I'll be, yeah, I'll be talking here. to somebody from the four very soon too. And I'm just, 
when I when I talk to these individuals and y'all stories are very similar, but the one thing that stands out is that there's some of the people I've talked to, I can just tell like you just have that that drive and just something that's gonna keep you pushing. And the only person holding you back really is is yourself. And it's just you have to believe and receive it and manifest it and and when you start to do those things more consistently people will then be able to buy into it because they know that you're being yourself mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that that is the whole i love the fact that you said that because that's the biggest thing i've learned uh throughout covid throughout this year and then also just the release of this single this is my first single in a year year and a half yeah year and a half you know and even i'm, I'm proud of those uh singles that i dropped which before that which was goodbye and then a collaboration with my man's uh high acres but uh they were pop records and i still love goodbye it's all good but um what i love about this one is that i took my time and the more time i take the more i appreciate it. the more i appreciate it, the more i can be myself the more i can be myself i can be more positive and affirm and that definitely definitely translates to the crowd because this year has just been a, a a blessing. It's been all sold out shows, and I'm I'm thankful. I I don't even know if I even. I mean, I had one at the Blue Note, but that was directly off the voice. To be able to to be able to uh, now just without any kind of help from the voice or just help from other things, and to just post the show and to say come out and if people come out has just been a blessing in itself. And I know it was because of all this the self-reflection and and positive affirmations the prayers and just getting to know who i am and i'm excited for 2022 and more singles i am too i mean i'm going to be there to support you the best i can um because i always like to see someone who wants to do something with themselves and who has that diligence and that that ability to resonate with other people on a different level and I, i do see that with you for sure and that's the reason i reached out and I'm I'm glad that you're here because I think people need to hear that, especially the ones who wanted to give up and maybe have auditioned or who, even if it's not for a show, if it's auditioning for a play or auditioning um, for different or, or going in for a job interview and not knowing if you're good enough, right. you just have to believe your worth and know who you are. Right, right. That is massive. That's massive. Know your worth in, in the vision that God then gave you. You know what I mean? It's, it's understanding that and even understanding that energy, too. Like I'm learning, I'm learning every day. Every day we're learning, but you know, it's it's fun when you're in the process and taking from somebody else always try to run away from the process. <laughs> you just gotta go through it. <laughs> That's true. And I've learned I was taught that what's for you is for you and no one can take it from you. And, hey, thanks. and I, I love that about myself is that I know that what I manifest within myself and what I believe and receive, that it's something that not only is gonna help change someone else's life, but it's gonna ultimately change mine because then I'll know. And I'll be able to appreciate the journey it took to get there. And so even in switching careers for me, when I switched to counseling, I was like, I don't know how this is going to work. And then, you know, when you see people's lives that are impacted and and the choices that you've made to assist in being a part of that plan, you're like, wow, I I never would have thought if I stuck doing the same thing I was doing before, I would have never have been able to make genuine connections like I have today. So I think you do that with your music and I'm just so grateful to to know who you are and, and that you continue to share your music with us. Jerry, thank you so much. For oh, no problem. So I have one more question for you. And that is a question I ask everyone and then I'll let you plug where they can find you. But if you could give your younger self one piece of advice, what would you tell yourself? <laughs> I try to talk to my younger self all the time. Uh-oh. In my mind, like, I, I'm covering myself. <laughs> 
covering myself right now. Love, Father, you never know. Um, uh, one bit of advice I would give myself. Ooh, uh, definitely, definitely. It would be to wisely invest my finances and to not put the heart first within that. Because, uh, and I say that because uh, with every young artist that I mentor out these days, um, I tell them first and foremost, it's a business. It's a business, it's a business, it's a business until a label to pick you up and even when a label pick you up, it's still a business. Please invest your money wisely and not just, not just like say a video or whatever it may be, but in an IRA or in a in in some sort of some sort of something that will give you savings 10 10 15 years down the line because as an artist especially if you decide to go fully independent you know you're taking care of yourself but also um not in the sense of IRA but say maybe if a savings account purely for the business and music open an LLC open because with that money you can do that in a published company uh and I say heart because us as artists we're all sensitive uh, no I don't care if even if you're a rapper, you're 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 talking about your experiences, and and with those experiences come just a bit of wisdom, and that shows that you're sensitive to to that. So, um, putting understanding that business and feelings don't mix. You can understand that you got to put those feelings aside, but understand that you're gonna take these feelings and flip it for the betterment of the business, which is you, the artist. But then, and but that doesn't mean that you can't feel. But it's to say that when you're you're at your hundred percent self. You can then later, well, when you're when you're at hundred percent, your hundred percent self, you can better serve others, and you can't serve others if you're flat broke. So, do that, make it make sense for sure. I think that's great advice, and I think like many people need to hear that. Um, I know for me, when I've written books, I copyrighted all my stuff. I own the rights to everything, mm-hmm. and I'm very mm-hmm. particular on what I choose to do. Even with doing this podcast, like I'm very aware of you know, that I want to be able to know that this is something that if it becomes something bigger, then I know that I've actually done the work to, to make sure that I can provide for myself in the future. And I think like, that's important for me. I do it because I want to help, but we never know where anything is going to be. And Mm -hmm. so my whole thing is that you have to be smart about it, but you also have to have right people around you um, who are going to support you in your decisions and not just, you know, mooch or take things from you or try to claim things that aren't theirs. Um, because sometimes you will meet people who are like that. Oh, I can help you with this. I can do all those things for you. And they don't actually follow through because they have ulterior motives mm-hmm. and you have to be able to weed that out. And that goes with maturity, with experience. And then if that person is genuine and they really do care, then they will go the extra mile without you having to to do things to get there. And so I always tell mm-hmm. people, just watch your, your front and your back, just being aware of you know, how people are going to, you know, when mm-hmm. they see something that they think that they can use, they will definitely use it to their advantage. But, you know, you're, you're not a product and you, you're a human being with emotions and you have a right to say yes or no to anything. And one of the things that I, I tell my clients all the time is no is a complete sentence and you don't have to give it, give, you Ooh, don't have to give a dis- dissertation to why you said no. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> no is a complete sentence and, and you can stick with that. So I try to enforce that in others with but also doing it within myself because then if I can model that behavior, then I won't be taken advantage of. Or if people attempt, then I'll know what those tall tales. 
Right, right, right. Love that. Love it. Protect your yeah. energy, man. Always. All right. So, Zakai, can you tell us where we can find you? Like all online, your your social media handles, everything that we need to know, so that the listeners can find you. For sure. Uh, if you're talking to Graham, you can find me on Instagram uh, and TikTok at Z A X A I I I three eyes because that's a whole crown. And then uh, YouTube, same thing. Z A X A I uh yeah that's, i think that's where you can find right now and everywhere <laughs> apple music all things z-a-x-a-i well we're so glad to have you here thank you zakai for not only being a guest and making time for us but for being so open and honest and sharing and i would love to have you back in the future so just let me know in the beginning of next year when you're ready sure. to sing some songs and be a part of space between because i think that'd be a fun show we would love to hear you sing that'd be a vibe man, for sure well, we thank you for being here, Zakai, and let's remember you guys to embrace our uniqueness because the world is our canvas. All right. Exactly. Thank you so much, Zakai. Yeah, we're going to turn around. All right. You have a great day. Yeah.